Hello! Welcome to Almost As Good As A Boy, an Enid Blyton podcast. Are you almost as good as a boy? Well, I am a boy. I'm not a boy, so I guess I'm not as good, according to Enid Blyton. We're going to go through her books, chapter by chapter, discussing them as we go. On our journey, we will come across themes that have some outdated views that we do not condone, and we will aim to discuss these as fully as we can, though we admit that we will not always be able to cover everything. Grab a sticky bun, a bottle of ginger beer, and sit down and relax. Join us for the ride. Good evening, everybody. Hello. I am in pain. (laughs) Yes, we're in pain. We went bouldering this afternoon, so our hands and arms are... Mashed. Yeah, they're not great. And I am not feeling well. I feel like I'm coming down with, like, flu or something. So, yeah, we'll see how this episode goes. Um, It's probably going to be a relatively short one. It's not going to be that high-energy, fence five, off-the-wall stuff you're used to. Yeah, we might be a little bit low-key tonight. Um, But, you know... You're all amazing. I know that you'll be okay with that. You're not going to blame us. Or maybe you will, but... But if you want to blame us, email it to us. Yeah, give us an email. (laughs) (laughs) At almostasgoodasaboy at (laughs) gmail.com Good plot. But yeah, we hope you've had a good week. We've had a week off. We're very tired. We did lots of painting, lots of garden stuff, lots of martial arts. Um, We went to London to the aquarium, which was brilliant. And then we watched the race today, which was awful. Yes. Both of my boys fell off. Yep, MotoGP is not going well. No. Today's not been the best day. (sighs) Misery and pain is pretty much what today is for us. Um, Yep. But yeah, let's crack on with the book. Let's crack on. Um, Which is probably going to be not a painful chapter for them. It's called Prisoner. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Don't think the famous five are having a good day either. Um, So yeah, chapter 14 is Prisoners. So here we go. On to the synopsis. So if you think back in chapter 13, the children found the gold ingots. Oh, my God. Hidden in a cave-like room. Uh, And also Dick was gravely wounded by flying bits of door. (laughs) (laughs) Chapter 14 begins with George feeling quite overcome by the discovery of the gold, uh, which I think is fair enough. Timmy starts barking and the children presume that Dick and Anne have come back. They quickly realise that this isn't the case, though. Some adult intruders come upon the children, and George and Julian realise that one of the men is the antiques collector who's buying the island. They're very rude, uh, and the men, that is, (laughs) to the children, and then the men spot the gold and quickly reveal themselves as villains as they decide to trap the two children and Timmy in the dungeons until they can remove the gold. They even threaten Timmy's life at one point, which is quite traumatic. And then they also order George to write a note for Dick and Anne, inviting them to see the gold so that they can trap them in the dungeons as well. George does this under duress, but she has a cunning plan. Timmy dutifully takes the note to Dick and Anne. They realise, thanks to George, that something is wrong. And the chapter ends with Dick and Anne wondering in dismay what to do. <gasps> yeah. They're fucked. They've got Anne trying to come save them. <laughs> I know. And a dick who's like bleeding to death. 
Wow, <laughs> the first famous five book is the last one. <laughs> it's really not. It's uh... famous five buried alive in a dungeon. <laughs> it's kind of like the. It's not like the midway, but like the two thirds way in the Star Trek film Wrath of Khan, where there is this like buried alive, and then he yells Khan down the. Like, <laughs> I can't remember what it's called, but the communicator. Okay. <laughs> I know I have seen The Wrath of Khan. Oh, it's a but brilliant film. We should watch it. Hasn't it got Benedict Cumberbatch in it? No, no, that's the new, like, Star Trek, like, series. I'm talking oh. about the old, like, oh, fuck, what's his name? I don't know. William Shatner, Lena Nimoy, Star oh, Trek. Like the right. Earlier. No, I don't think I've seen that one. Oh, it's brilliant. Hmm. I mean, I kind of enjoyed the Benedict Cumberbatch one. Oh, I've I never think. seen it. I thought he was quite a good villain. If he was the villain, I might be remembering wrong. Who knows? But we should but... watch that one because it's great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably. Anyway, um, let's get on with the chapter. Yeah, ignore the hiccups there. No. Um, so, yeah, George is just like, oh my God, I'm rich. I'm a millionaire. So... <laughs> She apparently couldn't believe that these strange brick-shaped things were really gold. <laughs> well, wow. I mean, to be fair, they haven't tested them. True. Imagine if they were just painted bricks. <laughs> um, Some good paint they've got. Yeah, Timmy's barking. Off, off. And I fully, uh, Julian's sentence here resonates with me when it comes to our dogs barking. Shut up, Tim, said Julian. <laughs> well, at least we've taught them hush rather than shut up. Yes, we also we accidentally... Sound like better owners. True, than... yeah, we have hush because we try to have a word that we can actually get them to be quiet in public. Necessary because the puppy wails when he sees birds and when he sees other dogs. And if we're stood at the train tracks, because we live near a train line on the wrong side on the wrong side so we're always having to cross it so when the barrier is down we have to wait and the puppy wails when he sees the trains he's not scared of them he's just an idiot um that's true so yeah we've had to teach them a word to try and oh my god i'm so sorry everybody um you keep the listeners talking for a yes, second. Yes, I will the dog, discuss the book. Yes, the dog just threw one of his toys into the air and it landed on a bookcase and knocked over a display that we have for my dog who passed away. So, just going to go sort that out. So, what we have going on is Tim is going bark, bark at something behind them and they're like, shut up, Tim. What can you hear? Is it the others coming back? He's like, what was he going to say to that? Oh, yes, it's... Dick and Anne, they've returned. I, I, mean, I mean, woof. <laughs> I mean, I have now returned. So. <laughs> I mean, woof. Yeah. I, I mean, think I Timmy did quite well. does speak, you know? Yeah, Maybe what... he would go woof. <laughs> but yeah, they think it's Dick and Anne. Uh, but then Tim starts growling, and they're like, oh, hold on. Something's different. Timmy doesn't normally growl at people he likes. Um, so yeah. And then they hear a man's voice booming down the dark passage. Uh, hello! She, he doesn't say hello, he says, who's here? Who's here? <laughs> You're not doing a very good booming voice. I'm sorry. Uh, who is here? Yeah, that's better. Who um, is down there? <laughs> George ah. is scared. Uh, they try to get Tim to shut up, but he's not going to shut up. Surely the dog is, is like, ah, this is my defence. 
sure if you don't want them shot at, well, you want to sound big. Well, I guess they don't want the men to, like, definitely find them, because they're like, whoa, they're intruders. True. But, yeah. But also, you'd think as they're in the dungeons, now there's going to be so many echoes bouncing around. It's literally like Migraine City. Or <laughs> Migraine Dungeon. <laughs> so it sounds like a level like in the game. City. <laughs> migraine Dungeon sounds like, yeah, some awful gaming level. Migraine Dungeon kind of just sums up an uh, antechamber. Cannot. What is that? It's some weird, like, puzzle game that I've, oh, okay. I can only play for very short Fair amounts of time because it hurts my head. Yeah. Um, anyway, yeah. The men come upon the children and are like, well, 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 look at this. Two children in the dungeons of my castle. Which gets George's back up because she's like, bitch, please, it's my castle. But then, yeah, it's the antique collector. So he's like, actually, little girl. Uh, but then Mr. Antique Man's like, I'm in the process of buying it, so then it's not yours yet, is it? Yeah, it is still hers. Yeah, they could pull out of the sale. You're a moron. <laughs> you've, yeah. just, you've just said, it's mine because I'm buying it. Yeah. Have you bought it, though? <laughs> no. Then it's not yours. Yeah. yeah. Moron. Then they look into the dungeon behind the kids and are like, ooh, gold. <laughs> so, yeah, cat's out of the bag there. George tries to be like, this gold's mine. Um, which is, again, as we've ascertained, true for now. Um, oh, hey, then... we get to learn one of the men's names. Jake. Uh, oh, yeah, Jake. That's a villain name if ever I heard one. Wow. <laughs> Insulting, like, one of our few, like, British hopes in MotoGP. <laughs> um yeah, then George tries to threaten the men, which it's like, George, you're not the one holding the cards here. He's like, um, I shall tell my father and mother what we've found, and then you may be sure you won't be able to buy the castle or the island. But, uh, I mean, yeah, you weren't clever enough to get past us. And they're like, child, really? Like, <laughs> yeah. So. God, she's just tried to, the, the we found it first argument. Yeah, finders, keepers, losers, weepers. <laughs> God. <laughs> um, but yeah, they're like, no, we're going to take the gold. And even if you don't let us buy the island, we'd take the gold anyway. Like, because we know how to get onto the island and we know where the gold is. But yeah, he then says to the children, you are not going home, uh, forcing them back into the dungeon. And then, yeah, here's, here's the traumatic bit. Unless you want me to shoot this unpleasant dog of yours, call That's him no off. way to talk about Dick. <laughs> Dick isn't even there. They, they might go back up and shoot him. <laughs> yeah, they're threatening to shoot poor Timmy. That's horrible. And then they see that he's actually got a revolver. It's England. Where's he got a revolver from? I guess it's the 40s. True, did people... I don't think people walked around with firearms then either. I, I don't know, but I suppose it, there's like less like... I don't know. Why does he have a gun? <laughs> Yeah, and a revolver. It's not like he's a farmer who's just got, like, an air rifle or something, or, like, a shotgun. He's a fucking cowboy. Yeah. He must be, like, in his, like, 60s. Mm? So he was around for, like, Maybe. early cowboy time. Must late have been, cowboy yeah. times. I guess, actually, six-shooter. to be fair, he is an antique stealer, isn't he? So oh, he's got, like, yeah, fucking... of course, that makes sense. Literally, he has got, like, Wild West pistols. So, And I'm really sorry to any 
Americans or anyone listening, if they know about guns, I'm pretty sure a pistol and a revolver are different. They're basically the same. They're handguns, essentially. Well, I know that, but I kind of was like, are they? Are people going to get mad because I'm saying if you're using mad, them interchangeably? Yeah, tell us if we're wrong. I am going to use pistol and revolver interchangeably uh, until you email us. <laughs> so, um, I've got bad company stuck in my head now. <laughs> Uh, yeah, the, the the adults, they're quite fair, though. They say that if you're uh, sensible, nothing unpleasant will happen. Um, they're going to, yeah, lock them up in the dungeon with the gold, row off, get a ship, come back for the gold, and then uh, not buy the island in the end. So George would get to keep her island. Like, they're no worse off than they were. They're actually, like... No worse off, because it's not like they had the gold in the first place. Well, yeah, but they knew the gold was there. Only recently. Yeah, but, you know. So, like, I'd still be like, okay, well, I guess I'm not losing anything. Not really. Mm. If I was George, you'd be like, okay, well, this seems but fair the enough. But they I'd... found the gold now. They're losing the gold. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then they say that they must write a note to Dick and Anne, because they heard them, obviously, saying, like, oh, it's Dick and Anne. And then they were like... Who the fuck are Dick and Anne, children? Um, telling them to come and look and say they've found the gold so they can, yeah, lock them all up. But it does say they'll leave them food and drink. So they're being quite nice kidnappers. Overall. I mean, you could you could definitely get worse kidnappers. I'm sure you could. You could definitely get worse ones. So uh, they don't have a toilet in there, which would be awkward. <laughs> they have the corner. <laughs> Why do they give a shit on all the gold? <laughs> You may have the gold. It's under Pooh Mountain. <laughs> we fed all of the food to Timmy. And if he's anything like our puppy, he's a poo factory. Yeah, that is a good point. <laughs> um, George tries to refuse to write a letter, but then they're like, so, well, Sorry, I can't write. And then they just say that they'll shoot Timmy if she doesn't do it. This woman hates dogs. It's a man. No, I mean... Oh, like Enid Blyton. Yeah, she's... Twice in like two pages, she's like, I'm going to shoot yeah, this dog. This is a very common theme. Timmy's life is threatened very, very often through the books. It's horrible. People threaten to like, yeah, tie him up, like th- kill him, poison him, shoot him. Poor dog. I know. People try to poison him in another story. Spoilers. Mm. I'm sorry. You won't know which story it is. <laughs> yeah, but I'll find out. Nah. But yeah, she then says, okay, don't shoot Timmy. I will write the note. Um, the man dictates for her. Write this, he ordered. Dear Dick and Anne. Huh? I wouldn't dictate if I was him, because you don't know what she normally writes like. I'd be like, I want True. to read the note afterwards, but write it like you would. And if it sounds funny, I'm going to shoot your fucking dog. Oh. Like, what? Just, just that sentence. I don't think she'd write it like that. <laughs> Dropping um, the F-bomb in on a kid's book. <laughs> but yeah. Write this. Dear Dick and Dan, we've found the gold. Come on down at once and see it. Then sign your name, whatever it is. Honestly, that sounds like how they talk. True. Yeah. Maybe everyone just spoke the same back then. For the purposes of this book, they did. <laughs> so, uh, and here we have George's cunning plan. Can you guess what it's going to be? How will she tell them something is wrong? <laughs> nah. Look of concentration on his face right now. Yeah. 
thinking deeply about this. She's going to make spelling errors. Almost. You're on the right lines. Instead of writing George, she puts up a Georgina. Ah. Because she would never, ever write that. She's like, aha. <laughs> so, yeah. And Signed, just... help us, we're being kidnapped. Is that your name? Yeah. My name is Helpers with Being Kidnapped. My parents are very strange. I think they're French. <laughs> no offence to any French people. It was just honestly the first nationality that came to my head. Yeah. My father lives in France. I think it's because it was the French We GP think it's today. a lovely country. Um, but the man took the note, fastens it to Timmy's collar, and then off Timmy schleps to go find Dick. Is that what M. he says, or is he...? Well, no. It doesn't say he schleps off, oh. but... He uh, finds Dick and Anne bounded George. up into the open air. When did she? Ha- when did she teach teach him find Dick and Anne as a command? Like, well, find he's just X. a really clever dog. He knows exactly what she wants always, which I wish ours did. I don't know. Maybe they do, but they just don't care to do it. Still, that sounds like them. yeah. So off Timmy goes off to look for the children, <laughs> and then they're like, "Why, Tim, old chap? Why have you come to see us?" So, yeah, they do kind of talk the way. Exactly. <laughs> oh, no, but first he says, hello. Hello. I find it very weird when it's written like that. I kind of say hello sometimes, though. Hello. If I'm talking to people I don't know particularly well, I often put on a slightly odd voice. Um, so, what? <laughs> Just imagine you meeting somebody for the first time and like, hello. <laughs> My name is Becca. No. No, I do not do that. But I do sort of be like, hello. Or like, Hello. Huh. Like I put on a slight I say thing I say words a bit differently when I'm not comfortable. Yeah, I suppose. I suppose I give a much more like how much yo. Yeah, well, that's that? not really a greeting. You give people a work. It is not where when, I, it is where I work. Yes, not where you work somebody where people are genuine adults and like decent members of society. So yeah. Wow. Um but yeah, they notice the note. And <laughs> apparently her sharp Anne's sharp eyes saw the paper. He's got a fucking. He's, he's like, holding page. a piece of paper he's in his mouth. Page, no, he's got a page twisted into his collar, so he oh. doesn't like drop it. Um, but still, it's pretty obvious. Um, and then yeah, Dick takes the paper from Tim's collar. Dear Dick and Anne, he read out loud. Oh, that's us. We he found says. the gold. Come on down at once and see. It. Come on down at once. Is that what she was told to write? Yes. Oh yeah. Okay. Come on down at once and see it. Ooh. Georgina. Ooh, said Anne, her eyes shining. <gasps> they found it. Uh, and she's all excited. She's like, let's go. God damn, she's thick. Yeah. But uh, Dick doesn't get up. He is thinking. He's scratching his head. He's stroking his chin. He's humming he's, and He's ahhing. stroking his long, wizened beard. Yeah. Like, mm. <laughs> it's been that long since they've been up there. <laughs> And it might just be the blood loss talking. Maybe. But I think Georgina spells her name wrong. <laughs> he doesn't say that. Um, wow. But yes, he does say that it seems rather funny that she's called herself Georgina. Slowly. So rather he actually says, Well, don't you think it's funny that George should suddenly sign herself Georgina? Said Dick slowly. You know, <laughs> it feels like we're trying to pad out the runtime because we've got like a page <laughs> yeah. left and it's only 18 minutes in. Yeah, well, we said it was going to be a short episode. That's I'm sorry true. that I don't feel well. <laughs> so, um, and it's been a very short chapter. It's a very like, yeah, like it's, it's, it's a, a very lo- dynamic chapter. Yeah, it's a lot of words to say not that much happening. 
it's very quite di- a lot no 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 but i mean where it's it's literally they've some people have found them and told them to, mm-hmm. to, to send a note up yeah that's like the main of okay. what's happening yeah. Please don't ever try to write a novel because you'd be shit at it. Like, well, I've actually written a four-page novel because I got rid of all the unnecessary words. This it's is not what just... I was saying. Like, what do you mean? I was saying it's not not that much is actually happening in when you actually think about it, but it's very like there's a lot of detail and description yeah. has gone into it. Because you'd want that. Well, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Mm. Is when we're kind of going through the. Going through and like skimming over, not well, yeah, like over, the main when there's pointers, not yeah, yeah, there's not masses to yeah. talk about. No, it's a very short chapter in terms of what occurs. Yeah, that's what I was meaning. Yeah. Um. So yeah, they're like, why she called herself by a girl's name? She hates being a girl. Um, they're very well. Dick is very perceptive at times, <laughs> almost as if it's a kind of warning that there's something wrong. He says. And Anne's like, shut up, Dick. What do you What do you mean? Um, Dick wants to go and see if, make sure that nobody else has come onto the island. So he wants to go and like check for a boat. I mean, yeah, he's being loss. very paranoid. I mean, obviously, it must be the blood loss. Yeah, it's it is warranted, but I still I don't know. More splinters it does have come seem for very, him. <laughs> it does seem very paranoid of him. Well, I suppose if suddenly a note has come back mm. and she's obviously trying to send a message, you're like, true, something's son, fucked. Yeah, son, son, but you would surely here. just be like, nothing can have happened. Like we're alone on the island. But, yeah, I mean, but other people knew of the island who yeah, were buying the island. Yeah, it's fair enough. Um, yeah, but Anne goes with him, telling him that he's an absolute idiot the whole time. She's telling him he's very silly. Um, but then they see that there is another boat in the harbour. Yeah. And it was a motorboat. Ooh. Yeah, so someone else was on the island. Uh, Dick then starts whispering, which I'm not sure why he's whispering now. The boat's clearly empty. Um, Look, there's a motorboat. Let's go <laughs> smash its engines. But yeah, he says that it must be the person who wants to buy the island. And they've read the map and they, the gold's there, so they've come to look for it. Dick is on fire with his uh, theories tonight. Dick fire. <laughs> that sounds bad. Um, that sounds like an illness. Yeah. Or a... What's the word? Symptom. Yeah. Maybe. But yeah, so he's like, I don't know, I think something dodgy's going on. Some people want to trap us in the dungeon. Um... And then they'll steal the gold. So, yeah, she signed with it. George has signed with a name she never uses to warn us. But, yeah, what are we going to do, he asks Anne, as the chapter Murder. ends. Murder is the correct option. I here. mean, they do have an axe. Exactly. <laughs> oh, no, that's down in the dungeons. Damn. Uh, um, yeah, and then <laughs> chapter 15 next week is titled... Dick to the rescue. Yeah, when you're on a dry spell. <laughs> so, there we go. Um, yeah, they're going to have a lot of fun with Dick there in that chapter. Uh-huh. So, <laughs> and so perfectly done, my beer is now finished. Ah, lovely. I am just still feeling pretty rubbish. I am glad that I've got a hot water bottle on my stomach right now and a notice. cup of tea. Yeah, um, You've got a cup of tea on your stomach as well. <sighs> you know, I know that you're not funny most of the time anyway, but it's That's even not true. It's even worse when I'm not well. 
fine. I don't have the energy. Oh, my neck aches as well. Um, but anyway, sorry, listeners, you're not interested in my ailments. It might um, be. <laughs> they might be. Um, but yeah, what do you think of that chapter? How do you rate that exciting sort of... I would give that um, seven and a half fiery dicks out of ten. <laughs> Half a dick. Oh dear. That's... <laughs> no one wants that. <laughs> That's always awkward when that, that happens. That That's just... No. Anyway. <laughs> uh, but mm. why only seven and a half? Why not more? Is it not a dynamic and thrilling chapter? Is it not uh, rather like horrifying and... Yeah. I'm just not willing to commit to any further... Than mm. like a seven or an eight because and in cases that you know Gwyneth pulls things, out yeah, the really well, exciting stuff. Yeah, because it's it's not that exciting. The men have come. They've down. got a gun and yeah, they're like, they're "We'll shoot you." Yeah, they're threatened to shoot the dog, and that's horrible. They will. That's what I mean. Like, I yeah. can't rate it higher for dog threats. Yeah, yeah. is this that they come down? It's like, dudes, we've got a gun. You're fucked. It's not like they've been like there's been a brawl and Julian's busted out like a. Some sick moves and there's been like a wrestling match. Yeah, that's because the five are far too sensible. Dick <laughs> got smashed in the face by a splinter from an axe. Oh, <laughs> uh, door. Yeah, and Timmy fell down a well. So <laughs> and Anne. What about you? Just saying that Anne generally. Yes. Like <laughs> poor Anne. She's trash. She goes ooh la di da into the. She'd be like stuck in that dungeon with them and Dick would be like oh well then yeah well <laughs> she's the kind of kid that gets in somebody's van for free candy oh poor Anne but probably yes uh, not the brightest spot oh you've got in... puppies in there yeah <laughs> oh no oh dear <laughs> Yeah. But yeah, well, we hope that you enjoyed that chapter. I hope you found it as uh, thrilling as I did. And can't wait to see what they do next chapter. Will they all get shot to death? Yes. <gasps> Will they get trapped in the dungeons? Will they, you know, get out and get all the gold? And I don't know. Minus <laughs> five. Five play Russian roulette. Oh my god, that's dark. Um, yeah, well, I hope that... Uh, you come back next week to find out what's going on. And don't be afraid. Obviously, there's quite a lot of other books, so we can be fairly certain they don't all die. Well, it might be a different set of five. True. Uh, but, yeah, we'll uh, catch you next week, guys, when hopefully we're feeling a bit better. And, yeah, it should be a slightly, slightly longer ep- uh, chapter next time. But we've only got... Well, we've not got very many pages left, so for the next three chapters, I think they are all quite short. Ooh. Yeah, but uh, after that, we have been deliberating on what book to go on to next. Interesting. Yeah. The second Famous Five book is set at Christmas, so we are sort of thinking we might save off a bit more Famous Five until later in the year sort of for the lead up to christmas and you know we've got so many in blighton books i think we can very easily fill the time with some more japes and escapades but if you have any thoughts or suggestions please email us yeah but we're thinking about please. the mallory mallory towers series uh between now and when we do the second book towards christmas but yeah if you think that'd be a good idea let us know if uh, you'd rather we did a different book let us know and you know we'd have a think about it we'd consider it 
um, yeah, thanks for listening, guys. And yeah, email us any thoughts, suggestions. Tell us about your week at almost as good as a boy at gmail.com. You know, it'd be good to hear from you all. So it would. Yeah. Well, bye. Bye. You've been listening to Almost As Good As A Boy, an Enid Blyton podcast with Becca and Troy. If you liked what you heard, please uh, like, rate, subscribe, review, send us a message. Let us know what you liked, what you'd like to hear more of. If you didn't enjoy it, please don't do any of those things (laughs) unless you want to rate, review, subscribe in all positive ways. (laughs) Hope to see you next week, guys. Bye.